Previously on Quest Friends. The murderer, Misha Jarvis, visited the Ba'adenu Forest, which is known for having a bog that can fossilize anything in seconds, as well as being the home for the coolest drifters around, the Speedy Speed Boys. There, the heel, Misha Jarvis, was confronted by their one true rival, me, Jimmy Wynn. I confronted Misha to a race to prove their guilt for the murder of Carl Badge 45 years ago. But before we raced, Jimmy had to go off and do other important things, like cry by the lake and sign an autograph for a young robot fan named Ness. Meanwhile, Misha's fiendish friend studied the ruins that were our racetrack, specifically a large cube thing that they called the Red Module, which held inside important artifacts as well as a fossil ghost known as the Preserve. Misha Jarvis reunited with Ayn, a childhood friend, as well as their older brother C.K. Jarvis, a connoisseur of fears who loved picking Misha up and spinning them around whenever they asked. With Ayn and C.K.'s help, Misha relearned how to drive their vehicle, the Tirefly, a weird frog car thing that even hopped when Misha jumped in the drifter's seat. And I hope that murderer got all the practice they need, because the night is almost over. And when the first beam of the morning sunlight hits the floor of the Ba'adenu forest, Misha Jarvis and a navigator of their choice will finally have to face off against me, Jimmy Wynn. It's time for the Trial by Drift. everyone else you wake up too you look around you and suddenly the fantastical thread based honestly it was very horrifying and probably more upsetting than interesting setting of the data sphere is gone and now you're off of that layered universe and back into your own in the dungy dirty discarded room of dr cygnus collodi you know, I think, Misha, if there's, like, mirrors or something, I think the first thing Misha would do is go and, and, and see how their eyes look. Yeah, Misha, you run towards the nearest mirror. You were only in this room once, so even with your new memories, it's difficult to find. But this is also the lair of a guy who does unethical science. You know he either has no mirrors or too many mirrors, and we are in the latter camp. <laughs> so you make your way to one of the many, many mirrors in the mirror corner. And you're able to see yourself. You look the same. You have your regular clothes. You've got your scarf wrapped around your face. And for a second, you think it's the end of the scarf. But you realize instead that in addition to your one gray eye, your other eye matches the scarf perfectly. Misha, that will just smile and then will turn around to face their friends. It, it really happened. I wasn't... I wasn't imagining it. It it really happened. They, it's she's gone. She really is gone. Thank you, thank you so much. So shock is 
presumably standing nearby the rest of the party, like a little ways away from where Misha had stood up to go look in the mirrors. This is just like, not not like trying to contain his happiness, but he's like doing that smiley, like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for them thing. And then when Misha thanks everyone, Shock is going to run up and give Misha a hug. Misha will we'll give the hug back and, uh, you know what, let's just pull the shape. It's going to hug Shock back and then they're going to like give him a, a little kiss. A little kiss as a treat. <laughs> as a treat. <laughs> no, it's just like a really excited thing. Stop making it weird, Kyle. Thank you. I, I love you so much. And then look at everybody else and say, I love you all so much. I really couldn't have done it without any of you. And I, I realized when I saw all of you there that the same way in which I cared about all of you and I couldn't stop thinking about making you safe is the way that you thought about me too. And, and you've made me realize that. Uh, I, I suppose sorry for not noticing it earlier, but now I know. I love you too, Misha Jarvis. I'm very happy you're safe. Hop will get up. And he's dusting himself off and he's beaming at Misha for like realizing this. And they'll go, Misha, I'm, I'm so proud of you. You didn't let her tell you who you are. And that's a really big thing. It was hard at first, but I couldn't stop thinking at how much I cared about all of you. And that's something that she could never have. So that, that was what made me realize that I was nothing like her. That's great, Misha. <laughs> Thank you for breaking your promise, Simon Scotch. <laughs> I'm sorry, and you're welcome. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Shock is going to wave Ellie and Hopper into the hug as well. Yes. Oh yeah, Misha, Misha also has been looking expectantly at both oh, of them okay. all this time. Yeah. Kind of like. It's a group hug now. Yeah. Yeah. Ellie was already like, she let Shock and Misha have their Shock and Misha love time. But then she was just gonna grab Hop by the arm and pull him in for like a group hug. Both Misha and the Scarf are making this like beckoning, oh. like, come on over oh. here. Oh. I am so attached to Misha's scarf. <laughs> also Misha, but like Misha's scarf. That's understandable. Holds a special place in my heart. From the bottom of this like big group hug, you're like, get off me, get off me. I'm trying to get, there we go, there we go, there we go. <laughs> And Ness, who has been, like, stuck in the middle of all your feet and robes, is clambering up Misha's side. And then he'll perch himself on Misha's shoulder and give them a hug. Aww. So anyway, Ness does this very heartwarming and touching thing where he allows himself to unironically hug Misha Jarvis without any sort of, like, well, this isn't normally my bag. I don't know what that voice was. He doesn't make a <laughs> statement in that voice or his normal voice. He just will hug Misha and then will... I was going to say play with the scarf, but maybe that's not quite right. The scarf wouldn't mind. I, I feel like the scarf gives like, you know, that sort of like affectionate shoulder punch thing. I feel like the scarf oh. just like baps <laughs> yeah. Ness's shoulder a bit and he's like, ah, but it's cute and they, they are friends. That's exactly what's happening. Although I will add that much like Misha, the scarf does not know its own strength and Ness does not estimate his ability to balance well. So he doesn't oh no. fall off, but the bat results in Ness being like, oh, 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 for a little bit as he's like trying to catch his balance. <laughs> like at the edge, Ellie is broken out of the hug. Like the spot check, Ness. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to catch the baby. But it's even worse. Ellie leaving the hug causes the bounce to get even. <laughs> oh, no. no. 
Ness doesn't Everything fall. I do makes things worse for no. Ness. I was trying to pull him away from the thing. Ness actually, as he's tottering, he's going to go like, wee! <laughs> he plummets to the ground. And then from the ground, you hear him go like, falling with style. <laughs> I'm glad you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> then the group hug just continues <laughs> him on the ground. He's fine with that. He got his bit. He did what he wanted to do. Oh. I, I have a thing, an, an, an Ellie thing, that I think maybe works well here. Uh, Michelle will look at Ellie and say, uh, Ellie, I am really happy that you forgave all of that happened. And I know that this isn't how you or Carl had planned it, but if you would still be fine with it, I would like to still form part of your family. I think the the name Batch sounds really good and I would like to be part of that if you let me. You don't have to, I just- Ellie has like, has the group hug dispersed slightly? I, I, I assume- I feel like. Yeah. yeah. I imagine we phased off. Yeah. Ellie is going to just pull Misha into this. She's being gentle for her. So it's a tight hug, but it's not painful. It doesn't matter how it was planned because it's you no matter what. And I would be so incredibly proud to have you as part of my family. We've seen a lot in the data sphere, pretty much anything possible, but it'd be a lie to say we're not surprised. Oh, what by? Well, you know, lots of things. Surprised that the lady went down like such a chump. <laughs> we're all sorts of surprised and confused by that Misha Jarvis badge, was it? Yes. But most of all, we're... We're surprised by you. Time is strange in the data sphere, but feels like yesterday when you were just a little, little thing, a little machine boy in the wheel, stumbling and tripping and learning how to do things for the first time. Guess we never noticed you grow up. I guess a, a lot has happened lately. There's a lot that we don't know, even you all. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. If you're open and willing to grow, change. Things can't be the way they were before, but I don't think that always has to be a bad thing. When things end, that means maybe something better can take its place. Change! Now there's something that we're acutely familiar with. Something we must have forgotten during our time in the wheel. I admit I, I don't know what it would be like to go back. It feels like I've, I've changed a lot since I was there, and I'm not sure if all of my memories are going to match what it will be when it's back in front of me, but I think I'm ready. I'm ready to someday face it again. You know, we think that could be a good thing for you and for them, but we're not going to be the ones going with you, are we? I don't think so. 
I don't want to cut contact completely with you. It would be nice to see you again, but I think it would be better if things weren't the way they were before. Not patron and nano. Just, I don't know, family. That could be a start, at least. Now, that being said, you're, you're going to have to work hard. All right. You're going to have to actually try to understand mm-hmm. things that you haven't encountered before. Understand people and beings. Now, Shock, you're starting to sound like the patron. Well, I, I guess I have to take that as a compliment now, so <laughs> thank you. Shock, you don't have to take anything from us. We'll be around. We are always around, but you're right. We've got, we've got some things to learn. Luckily, the data sphere is an abundant, if loud, teacher. And for what it's worth, we are sorry. In that case, I won't say goodbye. Instead, I'll say, until next time. Until next time, Shock. And Shock, like usual, you feel the presence of the nanospirits drift off. But this time, from you and from Hop and Ellie as well, although to them it's a much more strained sensation, you feel them continue to leave, going further and further away, until, entirely, it's gone. And all that's left is shock. But, unlike last time, it doesn't feel so lonely for there to be just shock anymore. And as you fully take in that their presence has left shock, you get met by another very obstructive one. Well, now that seemed like a very deep conversation there, Shock. Wasn't too, uh, taxing or fearful, was it? Uh, I... It felt, it felt good to get it off my chest, CK. I'll, let's, let's say that. Well, good on you, then. Facing your fears is the best way to feel great. And three bug arms punch you in the shoulder. And after that happens... Shock nurses his bruise. He flies up and announces to everyone, All right, everyone, if I am correct, and I'm sometimes correct, we have very little time until that beam of sunlight starting Misha's race begins. So come on, all and six bug hands clap together. Let's go, Hustle, get on out of here and get on over to the racetrack. Oh, certainly, yes, let's race. So you all get shuffled out by CK and Ein and Stein. Cubo is also there, and Ness, who is very excited for you to all go. Ness is yelling to Misha, wipe the floor with it! As he like goes out and then he zooms away because he maybe has places to be, I don't know. Before Hop leaves, he'll just go, good luck, Misha! And then he will he, he will go with the crowd because he wants to watch. Wait, I'm going to need a navigator, won't I? And then they will turn around and like look at the people and like latch their eyes on Ellie. Do you want to do it? Sure, let's do it. I would really love to wipe the floor with Jimmy. Why do everybody keep saying that? Jimmy is not a mop. Why do people say that? Or, oh, I suppose it is probably one of those turn of the phrases that people do. Yup. <laughs> I, I, I truly hope that I do not make Jimmy into a mop. I do not like Jimmy, but I also don't want that for him. <laughs> We're gonna beat him. That was where I was going with that. We're gonna beat him. Oh, yes, that I understand. We can do it. And as everyone makes their way out and towards the racetrack, Shock and Misha, you find that you are the last two left. 
Oh, Shock, I actually had something I wanted to tell you. Oh, I also had an idea I wanted to bring up, but um, you, you go you go first, Val. Oh, no, no, uh, you can go, you can go first. You approach me after no, all. No, 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 you, you should, you, you should go first, Misha. What, 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 what did you want to tell me? Okay, well, um, I, I know and fully believe that you are more than your powers, and, and that is, that is still true, I do not want you to, to think otherwise, but, um, I, I still really, uh, like when you had your powers as well, um, and, and I know that, I have noticed that you, you don't have them back yet because I do not feel the connection to talk mentally with you anymore, which is okay, we can still talk like this and that's fine, but I, I was wondering if if you needed someone, um, if you still wanted them back or or not even wanting them, but but um, what, what I'm trying to say, Shock, is I, I, I kind of know more about the data sphere now and I know how your powers work even more now, I think, because of how much I've seen you do them and, and I think I would be able to, to replicate them uh, if you gave me the, the chance to... Yes, I would like you to be my patron, Misha Jarvis, badge. Oh, yeah, that's okay, I'm sorry, I... Wait, you said yes? <laughs> yes, that's what I wanted to say too. There's no one else I trust more to be my patron. Oh, thank you, Shock. I, 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 I will not disappoint. I, I promise. I really want you to do well with this. And, and oh, I, thank you. I, I love you, Shock. Thank you. And they will hug Shock. Hug and probably kiss because the shape is strong now. The Baadenu Forest is a stranger to sunlight. Across the bog, there are trees so thick that to those on the ground, the heat of the sun is an inconceivable sensation. But there is one spot, a small clearing in the canopy, where a single beam of the morning light brushes through the leaves above and makes its way down to the floor below. The night is over, and the race is about to begin. Good morning, cowards and kin alike, and welcome to the Speedy Speedy Boys Trial by Drift Phenomenon. This morning, we've got the mechanical mayhem, Misha Jarvis Badge, versus our babyface, Jimmy Wynn. Inside of this ceramic sphere, a mixture of cheering and ferocious booing can be heard. There are bleachers upon bleachers surrounding the periphery of this sphere, filled with dozens of jumpsuited drifters. There are a couple of notable things in the crowd. For example, in between the rows of drifters, there's a small robot clamoring through with some weird box in front of him. He slams the box down at a table, produces a megaphone from behind his back that he has procured from somewhere, and says, Hey, cool racing nerds! You want to be rich racing nerds? Step right up and place your bets. We got bets on Jimmy Wynn, the dopest man alive. And we got bets on the badge buggy over here with Misha Jarvis badge in the tire fly. Badge buggy. The intrepid challengers who think they can challenge your hero, Jimmy Wynn. Who you gonna bet on? Jimmy! 
me! Yeah, that's right, everybody, give me your shins, bet on Jimmy Win. Ha, <laughs> Jimmy Shin, that's a pun that I just made. <laughs> Alright, nerds, give me your money! <laughs> but within all of this mayhem, there is one focal point. Down in the center of the crowd, there are two vehicles. On the right, this weird 90s cool race car with frosted tips on its front <laughs> no. and red and neon <laughs> tubes in the shape of flames. And it's just going like, vroom, 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 vroom. and next to it, this much less intimidating car that looks like a round purple frog. That's just like, bro, Yes. From inside the ferocious car, the man inside gets a fearsome look. He takes his sunglasses, which he's always wearing when he drifts, and Jimmy puts them up just so he can turn to you, Misha, in the drifter seat and glare at you. Misha will glare back, trying to be intimidating, while also ringing the um, <laughs> the horn one last time. So they're going to look intimidating, and then it's just going to be like a rip of the horn. Trying mind games already, Misha <laughs> Jarvis? Well, it ain't gonna work on Jimmy. Winning is also not going to work on Jimmy. <laughs> Please. Winning is the only thing Jimmy wins knows. That's why it's it's in my name. Well, after this game, you might consider changing your name to Jimmy Loose. Because that's what you're going to do in this race. Oh, Misha Jarvis. And the sunglasses go back down, but they accidentally tumble off the front of his face. He's like, ah, no, wait. And he goes down and he picks them up. He's like, ah, I put them here somewhere. Misha Jarvis, he says as the sunglasses go back on his face. Misha will look at Ellie and say, the key of races is to be as intimidating as you can to the opponent so that they get nervous enough to not win. I remember this from when I did that before. <laughs> And Ellie, Ellie is oh. so proud, but also she's been like fussing with Misha being like, are you buckled? Are you buckled well enough? Do you have your helmet on? Misha is not. <laughs> Ellie Ellie would have to do all of those things because Misha is absolutely not safe. Yeah, that's her fussing <laughs> then is she is buckling Misha and putting their helmet on because they were too busy like... Egging on Jimmy. I imagine that, yeah, all that happened while Misha was clearing. And beeping their frog horn. Yeah. While Misha was clearing at Jimmy, Ellie's just putting things. And even mid-glare, just putting the <laughs> helmet. And then Misha would, like, move the little helmet thing up so that they can still glare. <laughs> all right, speed, speed, boys. Let's get this race going in three, two, one. Hello and welcome to the announcement break for Quest Friends episode 71, One Neon Night, part 13. I am Kyle, your GM, and our intro song is Friends by Miracle of Sound. I actually don't have 
anything for the announcements today. Today's episode is the final episode of One Neon Night Part 13, which means after a couple of memory episodes, we are on our way to the final, the last, the finishing arc of this campaign. And that's a weird thing to say. But we'll cross that bridge when we get there. All you need to know is that this episode is the final episode of One Neon Night. And you might be wondering why both this episode and the episode before that have been a little bit late, and then we had that, that break episode. What's going on with that? And the short version is, we've got some fun, fun stuff coming for you in Shock's memory. And so while I've been kind of wishy-washy recently, I can say with pretty solid certainty that our next episode, Shock's Memory Part 1, will be releasing on Monday, February 8th. But if you'd like additional content before then, you can find stories, artwork, and behind-the-scenes insights at patreon.com slash questfriends. I'll see you there. Like that, the race begins. And it almost feels like we're half a second into the race starting because you could swear Jimmy pressed on the gas before you got started, before it said go, but you don't have time to think about that. You gotta go. Also, before we continue, I'm gonna do a brief thing. I'm uh, Ari, you and Ellie, you have, if you would like to use them, two mystery boxes you can use. Remember, these are like the Mario Kart items. You will roll it, you will get a random cipher, and then we will determine, is this an attack or is this a buff to your car? So do you, do you slam on the gas? Uh, they definitely slam on the gas. They are already slamming on the gas. You slam on the gas and the tire fly hops to life and all the ants inside of its little pouches on the side kind of jolt with alarm <laughs> while even the scarf reaches out to hold both you and Ellie steady. And they're off! Jimmy goes ahead for an early win, making his way straight ahead towards the diamond. Pyramid. Did we ever figure out what that was? Towards the diamond pyramid. Fucking incredible. He is moving up and around the spiral, but Major Jarvis Badge and the tire fly is very quickly behind. But it seems like Jimmy is hiding the inside of the track. Unless Misha, he gets the inside of this curve, there's no way they can catch up in time. So, Misha, as you're going down, you're going up the spiral around the side of, it looks like a pyramid, but it's spiraling around the side, moving up in kind of like an up corkscrew. Jimmy, while drifting, is drifting, but he's hugging the inside of the drift, making it basically impossible to get past him, and his car is faster than yours. I mean, yours was just refurbished, and he's had his to upgrade for many, many, many years. I feel so, like our car is much less aerodynamic. Much less aerodynamic, but really, aesthetically... <laughs> A plus. It's pleasing. Misha and Ellie, what are you going to do to catch up? I mean, I was thinking of maybe throw a mystery box, but do you have any any other ideas? I think the mystery box is our best option. Okay. All right. Generate a number between one and ten. And Emily, you generate a number between one and ten. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like rolling 2d10. Yeah. Ari's going to be in the ten spot and Emily is going to be in the one spot. Eight. Eight things. <laughs> that would be a 
Nine. Nine things. Ooh. 89. 89. Ho, ho, ho. Shit. I don't know if that's good or bad. Okay, so... uh, We're not shooting to kill, remember? How you, well, you can attach it to the car or to Jimmy. But how would you like to use this item known as the teleporter parentheses bounder? The user teleports up to 100 times the cipher level. We're going to do just five in feet to a location they can see. Oh. They arrive safely with their possessions, but cannot take anything else with them. So you can transport your car, or I will say you can transport Jimmy's car. Oh, so we could either transport it back or transport us forward. Can we see the starting line? Because the <laughs> insult to Jimmy to just put it back <laughs> at the beginning is really tempting. <laughs> Ellie, you can absolutely see the starting line, or at the very least, you can see that large ceramic sphere that it's in. Yeah, so she and Misha kind of, they know. Like, maybe Misha does a little nod or something, and she's like, yeah, we're gonna do this. I imagine that maybe, like, they see what it is, and it's like, we should teleport the car, and then Ellie <laughs> does it, but does with, like, Jimmy's car yeah. to the starting line, even though Misha meant their own car, and then they will go, nice! <laughs> Because, Ellie, you grab it, and there are two slots. There is me, and there is not me. And you put it in the not me column, and the mouth of the tire fly opens up, and just this long frog tongue just shoots out with the box inside of it, touches the back of Jimmy's car. And Jimmy's like, you can't pull me back with that. And suddenly, there's a squealing of tires as Jimmy disappears and back at the starting line his car skids around and just does donuts in place for a second before sliding to a stop and in the distance all you can hear is Misha Javis! Never let it be said that Ellie Badge is not incredibly petty. <laughs> the crowd below just gasps and is surprised, but keeps giving bets on Jimmy to Ness. They don't stop despite their protests. That's right. That's right. Although there is one curious person that's sitting next to you, Hop. Hop, you're sitting next to a bearded man with mushrooms coming out of it. It's Fungi. You're sitting next to Fungi, and he just sits there and he strokes his beard and mushrooms in equal measure, and he's like, Ooh, well, that's a very interesting play there from Misha. Ah, it's hard to tell who's gonna win this one. Hmm. Misha now. And he sits there and he continues to stroke. I just. I have no way of knowing. Well. It seems like they've got a pretty good lead now that Jimmy's back at start. I hope they keep it, and I hope <clears throat> he kind of, like, pulls at his collar a little bit. I've been really good with seatbelts lately, so I'm sure they're both fine. And with a hefty, hefty lead, not that I'm rooting for anybody or anything, Misha Jarvis, Badge, and their navigator have made their way past the Pyramid Diamond and are on their way to the Web of Tubing. They've jumped off the spiral with a big bounce from the tire fly and are now deep into this webbing and knotting of thick ceramic tubing. They're not staying on one thing for too long. They're on one tube driving down, then bounce off to another one. It seems like Misha can just not stop jumping in the tire fly. Because I think that's fair. Misha's just like, bounce, 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 bounce. Yeah, Ellie's so nauseous. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh, but what 
What's that? Jimmy's back with a teleporter cipher of his own, and he's brought along... Oh, no. The Death Laser, everyone! Misha and Ellie, you are driving through this network of tubes. For the most part, you're on top of them, though occasionally you can go inside of them. So you're excited. Things are going great. Jimmy is all the way back there. How is he going to end suddenly? A thick laser beam just cuts right in front of you. And suddenly the tube that you were driving on top of and all the ones around it start falling down towards the bog below. Oh no. Uh, I assume we're not allowed to use actual like nano powers, right? Like, is that cheating? Oh, you can use whatever you want. Although it would be fun to figure out something using the car. That's true. You know you have the bounce, you have the tongue, which you can shoot things out of, and you can use Ellie. Like, all I thought of was Ellie latching onto, like, a thing Wolverine style and you spinning around <laughs> and flying up. I mean, I guess I could do that with the tongue of the car if it's, like, sticky. I guess you can, like, try and, and, and latch to one of the things in front and be like, wee, and go to... Okay, so give me a roll first. Okay. Pendulum! Five. Describe what you try to do. I mean, what I tried and probably failed to do because I didn't spend any effort or anything was to cast the tongue of the car and latch to, like, the thing past the crumbling part of the road so that it latched onto that and then use some pendulum to the other side, like, wee. You latch on perfectly and you start making your way down, but you're so focused on that you don't think of your surroundings, and you can't anticipate the next line as you hear in the distance from the announcer. Oh, is that another death laser Jimmy's got? What? And another laser cuts out, cuts off the tongue of the tire fly. No! Oh, no! What? what? And no! you start plummeting down, down towards the bog, which you don't know much about the bog, oh my God. but from what Hop and Shock told you about it, you probably don't want to fall in it. Oh, um, Why? see, like, maybe, like, as, as the car is falling to jump off, like, a wall or something to, like, try and go back up. Like, I don't know if it's, if there's any, you know what I mean? Like, if there's, if it's nothing there for it to impulse up or if there's, like, you know, I'm bad with physics. So you basically want to do the thing where there are a bunch of falling platforms and you just jump up there. Yes, but it's probably <laughs> not physically feasible. Is we the tire fly physically feasible? Let's see what the dice tell us. Oh, oh man. I'll spend three levels of intellect effort to do this thing. And I rolled a ten. I honestly couldn't think of a difficulty, so I thought of two, and you got right between them. Oh, man. So I'm going to say you half succeed. Cut. The car, you just start bouncing harder than you've ever bounced before. And the tire fly is bouncing up, but oh no, it looks like it's falling behind Jimmy, who has made that jump and is already tearing away. And you bounce up from platform to platform. It takes precision, and it takes thoughtful execution it takes everything that you and ellie are really objectively very bad at but you do have the scarf which helps measure your jumps as you bounce up and finally skid onto relatively stable platforms 
But is it going to be fast enough? They've made it up to the top, but Jimmy is already speeding away far faster than they could do to catch up. I guess Misha would look at Ellie and be like, do you think it's time for another mystery box? I think Jimmy deserves to be hit with like seven mystery boxes and then he'll all be the death laser that he is so fond of and Ellie's just gonna chuck one of them. So roll a ten Should each. we yeah, roll it. Okay. Yeah, okay. Roll. Oh that's a one, but you know, that doesn't really matter in this context. That would be a one. Oh. Eleven. This jams into the tire fly, and suddenly around it, the entire vehicle, not you, because it wasn't used on you, but the entire vehicle is consumed by this data sphere siphon, and the tire fly itself, by tapping into the data sphere's knowledge, can learn the answer to one question. What? And the tire fly wants to know how to go fast. <laughs> With a very loud ribbit, and the ferocious roar of an engine. This purple frog takes off far, far beyond where anyone can see it. Now we're down to the final stretch, everyone. Just a nice, relaxing, long-term trip around the Cube of Doom. This drift, which has you at a 70-degree angle, is the most some drift anyone could ever conceive, but much less terrifying than the Cube of Doom is meant to circumvent. And as we can see, Misha Jarvis' badge is... Alright, give me a roll. Oh man, okay. Uh, that's a six. I got six. Struggling to keep on the side of it. Meanwhile, our babyface, Jimmy Wynn, is... Nowhere to be found. And this time, I don't want to focus on your thoughts, Misha. I want to focus on Jimmy's. Because Jimmy is conflicted. And that's not just like from a character, you know, really cool wrestler story standpoint. Like, he's actually kind of confused. He thought this was going to be an easy race. After all, as we all know, morality and the ability to drift well are very closely intertwined. But Misha, despite his best cheat, despite his best efforts, keeps passing by Jimmy, keeps getting ahead. And there's nothing Jimmy can do other than... Well, there is one thing. You see, the end of Fallen Ruins Road has a shortcut. It's not strictly cheating per se, but no one likes to use it. There's this long drift. You have to do a very long just turn to circumvent this large cube Nobody knows much about it. Rumors tell of an angry old man with a shovel who patrols the area, but even he, as legend tells, doesn't go into this area because that is the most haunted of these haunted ruins. And there's no way that a regular drifter could make it through that shortcut. But as Jimmy watches you start to make that turn in front of him, and he has to choose, do I go there or do I go into what we know as the Red Mondrian? He has to remind himself. I'm not just a drifter. I'm the baby face. And the baby face is supposed to win. 
Misha, meanwhile, you are on the outskirts. You are really struggling to stay on. The tire fly is just bouncing off, but like suction cupping back on. Oh no. I'd imagine at points, Ellie, you have to stick out and like claw into the side so you don't fall down. <laughs> but suddenly from that cube from the red module, you hear a massive explosion. And you hear an even louder yell. That doesn't sound right. I don't think that is due to any of the boxes we threw. Uh, and then they will look at Ellie and, and say, I think you need to turn. Yeah, I think so too. And they will turn towards that place. With Jimmy nowhere to be found, the tire fly is making its way right towards the end of the racetrack. It's leaving its drift and turning backwards. You can see the finish line right in front of you. But as you get there, you know you can't stay. And instead, you do a hard turn to the right with a massive and the tire fly books it off towards the red module. We can see Colodi's lab again. It's got the little data sphere thing. It's got his ratty coat. It's got all of his remaining legacy this small, depressing, dusty place. It's a fitting fate for Kalodi, but not as fitting as Misha crashing through the wall and completely destroying it, which is what happens because the wall falls down as the tire fly crashes through the side of Kalodi's lab and starts making its way up through the crashed ruins of the Speedy Speedboy hideout, racing towards the entrance to the red module. Incredible. Oh, that felt good. <laughs> and hearing in the distance the faint yell of, oh yeah, in support of your wall crashing activities, Misha, you make your way through these twisted tunnels of neon and wiring, and you finally find yourself in the center, the entrance of the red module. Normally the space is very, very dark, but there is a bright, fiery light. And you can see that that light is coming from Jimmy's car, whose fire decals have now just turned into actual fire. Oh no. And, and for a second you're like, oh shit, is he the one in the car? But then you hear his yelling, <laughs> coming from further on, echoing out from the module. Misha will turn towards where his voice is. Uh Jimmy, just keep yelling. I'll, I'm, I'm coming to get you, but I need to know exactly where you are. So just, I'll follow your voice. He tries yelling, but his voice is gagged. Oh God. And it's replaced by, write a book. Learn carpentry, cybernetically enhanced diaries. A spaceship about to explode. Some weird whisper. Jimmy, is that you? The lights of the tire fly see a figure. And yeah, as we said, Jimmy is big, Jimmy is bold, but he's nothing compared to the size of this large figure made out of so many swirling fossils, grabbing onto him and slowly pulling him away from him. Um, can I suggest something? Yeah. Ellie probably somehow communicates it in like a jumbled word vomit, but basically what she wants Misha to do is speed up 
And then when they stop in front of what's dragging Jimmy, stop and turn slightly so that she can burst out of the car with claws outstretched and get like extra velocity from the car coming to a stop. Misha will do that and say, well, this is a new variation on our throwing dynamic, but I like it. And then- No! Jimmy seeing you yells out, no, I'm not gonna have the heel, Misha Jarvis. Help me, Jimmy win. Well, in this case, what you want does not matter because I do not want you to get hurt. And I will not let you get hurt, regardless of whether you like me or not. <laughs> Ellie just looks to Misha. Floor it. With one last... And a... The tire fly bursts to a ferocious life. Each of you, give me a, give me a d20. Okay. okay. I'm going to put in two levels of effort. I am going to put also two levels of effort. I rolled a 12. Oh my god. Oh. Um, that was a one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm rolling so badly. And that was how Ellie Whoever died. Whoever does. <laughs> no, no. Oh, it's literally too soon. <laughs> Dumb. It's one day later too soon. And all of the character development Misha had has been completely destroyed. Thank you for watching Quest Friends. <laughs> Jimmy watches as the tire fly races towards him, skids to a stop, or almost stop. It's moving a bit as Ellie leaps out and ferociously stabs into the side of the preserve. And then he watches as the car continues to move. And Misha, worried, jumps a little bit. (laughs) And it flips over onto Ellie, who, onto like the open part is onto Ellie. So Ellie falls back into the car. And the tire fly smashes into the preserve and out through the wall of red. And the car falls upside down onto the bog of the Ba'adenu forest and very slowly starts making its way down. Oh, Misha will try and open the door and get Ellie out. Yeah, we gotta get (laughs) You press the door, but you can already see this weird fossilization taking place, basically matching the bog level. So the door is starting to fossilize shut. But... Um, um, can I try to cut open a hole with my wolverine claws at the bottom and, like, kick it up? Give me a roll. Okay, but before she does that, Ellie is gonna look Misha in the eyes and say, I am so sorry, and then try to stab her claws into the bottom. (laughs) Oh. Okay, where's my d20? Oh, I should have put in effort, but... I got a, I got a five. <laughs> Ellie is very strong, but the tire fly is designed to survive Misha Jarvis badge. What? So you go to cut in, and you cut in through a layer, but there's another layer, and beneath that, there's a, even another layer. And you're trying to cut through, and you just can't make it. Oh my god. And at one point, you go in to cut, and the tearing is matched by an equally loud 
yell. As above you, the roof of the tire fly is ripped off and two hands reach down to grab each of you. Well, that was, is an exciting race, everyone. Where are they? Shock Hop Ness. You are all standing at the finish line. In front of you, CK is pacing. He's been trying to tell jokes to calm down the crowd because it's been a very long time and he hasn't announced any race things or a winner. Everyone's looking around being like, so Jimmy won, right? What? But nobody really knows what's going on. Nobody's crossed the finish line yet. Hold your cars. Should we go go look for them? Should we maybe just make... Yeah, it would. It, maybe, maybe just that was I, just far step. I, oh, yeah, I think that. Can you? Can you mentally? Can you talk oh, to? Oh, can yeah, you check that makes in sense. With them? Uh, Misha Jarvis, are are you are you okay? Are you all right? What's happening? Uh, it's it's okay, Shock. We ended up falling in the bug where you told us not to fall, <laughs> but it's okay. We are getting out of the bug right now. Are you all right? Uh, I'm glad that this communication works. I, I didn't think of testing it, but I am glad that this is still working. I am happy about that. Don't worry about us. I think we are getting out of the bug. I love you. Okay, I love you too. <laughs> and a few more minutes pass. And a few more. And eventually, an uproarious yell emerges as one wrestler, one old woman, one android, one scarf, and two balls of ants slowly make their way towards the finish line. I'm just waiting for Jimmy to just push them all over and run for it. <laughs> But before you take that last step, Jimmy stops. Speedy speed, boys! Jimmy Wins got something to announce concerning the winner of this. Now wait just one second. And out of the crowd, two figures emerge. One a fresh-faced teen the other, a slightly less fresh-faced, but still pretty fresh-faced, recently teen. And baby Jason says, Viv and I have talked about it. We're not gonna accept the results of this race because we don't think it's fair. Yeah, baby Jason, the silly boy, is absolutely right. It's totally unfair what you're doing to Misha Jarvis Badge. Uh, well, now we don't know who called this race or anything. But it doesn't make sense for us to have such a harsh punishment for one of our own speedy speed boys. Uh, well, what Jimmy wants to say is, well, what Jimmy says doesn't really matter. Jimmy agrees with you. Speedy speed boys. Jimmy wins, been a fraud. When Jimmy wins, Grandpa Poor Papa passed away. He told Jimmy. You're going to do great things, grandson. And then he left me, left Jimmy all alone. Jimmy thought if Jimmy would be strong, then Jimmy could make it. Make it on his own, be the greatest leader of the Speedy Speed Boys. But Jimmy did a heel turn. Jimmy was so focused on being strong, he never stopped being lonely. Alone we're losers, together we're winners, and I guess... 
guess that makes Jimmy the biggest loser of all. And Jimmy looks at you, Misha, and he looks at you, Ellie, and he just gathers up some courage before making the decision you all resolve to make on your walk over. Speedy speed, boys! We have decided the winner of the trial by drift. We have decided that there is no winner and there is no loser and that this race was just a race. And Jimmy grabs your hand, Misha, and he grabs your hand, Ellie. And with one big step, you all cross the finish line together. And the Speedy Speed Boys, confused but excited, cheer. Amidst all the cheering, you hear the little, whoa, 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 wait, that didn't factor into my plans. Or did it? And then he whips out the piece of legal-sized paper that he had Jimmy sign earlier. And above it, clearly like a little bit diagonal because he didn't play in all the word spacing right. It's not an official looking document, but it starts with this official document. And then it says, I forfeit the race, signed Jimmy Lin. And then it's, Ness has added a date at the bottom of it that was the date that happened yesterday. <laughs> And he says, this is a legally binding contract. I was a notary. My own signature is right there. And it's just like, nurse. Scribbles. <laughs> there can be no questions, comments, or concerns at this time. And if Jimmy Wynn loses, then Misha Jarvis Badge wins. And everybody who gave me their money for the mop Jimmy Wynn now loses it. Thank you, everybody, and goodbye. And then he's going to do a cartoon dust cloud and run away. I'm so proud of this terrible robot son. You have a lot of money now. You're welcome. I think Ness has a lot of money now. <laughs> that, that's true. Ness isn't going to share it. The crowd, the crowd, they're the speedy speed boys. They don't catch on to Ness's grift. They're more confused that Jimmy lost or didn't or maybe did. Is is Misha the baby face now? Is Jimmy the heel? I like Jimmy, though. But eventually the crowd scatters away, leaving behind nobody else other than Misha's new family and a few members of their old one. With a punch on your shoulder and some buzzing in your ear, Misha, you hear, Well, good job there, Sib. I knew you had it in ya. Thank you. I could tell that you were supporting me from the speaker. It was very helpful, so thank you again. Well, you know, I can't give myself too much credit. Well, I kinda can, but... <laughs> All right, all right, most of the cheering did come from two members of the audience. And Misha, you can see a figure in an astronaut suit nervously twiddling her thumbs. Yeah, uh, Stein and I thought you did fantastic. Thank you. I learned it from you. So you have a lot to be credited for, for this. <laughs> well... Glad I could be useful for something. Y y you were useful for many things. You were really helpful in helping me getting the last of my memories back. The, the ones that I really did not want to have, but I needed to have the most. So I am really thankful for that. I am glad to remember you now and remember how good and how close we were before. I am happy to have those memories back. Well, we're, uh... We're glad. Because 
We never forgot. And I wanted to tell you, I blamed myself for a lot of things that weren't fully or in any way my fault, which I realize now that it wasn't healthy, really. So I think that you could try and stop doing that for you as well. I realize how hard that is and I'm not fully out of it myself, but I think that most of what you did was out of misunderstanding and I want to say that I forgive you for for all of it that you may be feeling guilty about. I, I could never forget Father or Kalodi, but I can forgive you. Oh, well, in all these years, in all the ways I imagined this would end, this wasn't something I expected. If you can try to work and, and forgive yourself, then maybe I can too. Even if it makes me a bit afraid. Yes, CK. Afraid. And CK just slides out of view. Well, I suppose it's time for you and your... You and your family to hit the road, huh? I suppose so. I only have two things that I would like to say beforehand. To you, Ein, I want to tell you that what I'm going to be working on is going to be supported by, by that family. And because of that, I want you to know that even though it might be harder for us to reach each other, we are still family. So if you ever need something, just reach out to me and I will be here because that is what family is for, and nothing that you can do will break that. Ein's gonna smile. It's a promise. Can I add a quick, a quick sentence response to that? Misha will extend their pinky by Ein's hand, which might be a little bit confusing, and then be like, and this is one that I'm not planning to break. And she confused a little bit gives you a pinky promise back. The second thing is to you, CK, and I guess it can only be summarized with one word, and then they will look up and look back to CK and say... Up?
record that Ellie tried to catch him. And I want it off the record that it was her fault. Listen, I would have <laughs> let you. I wasn't going to have him fall in the first place. Let me tell you. Hallie chose this. I was going to let you catch him. Hallie was the one who said, and then he hits the ground. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess Ness hits the ground. Well, I'm sorry. We can redo that. I just wanted to make a Toy Story reference. No, I, no, I mean, no you made a choice, Hallie. Now you have to live with that consequence. Oh, but it was a bad choice. He's a sturdy God. boy. I mean, he is. He's very rotund and, you know, scrappy. Yeah. He's a sturdy and gentle boy. He would never hurt a fly. A fly would hurt him, though. Oh, no, Kyle. Wow. Why are you wow. like this? Here we are having a nice moment. Oh, my God. And here, turn your camera off again. Go away. I don't think we need Kyle for the rest of this session. Get him out <laughs> fine, of here. Fine, there goes my camera. It's Ellie's turn to say something nice to Misha. Get out of here. Get the shit out of our face. And for the record, I will have... Misha introduced themselves as Misha Bad. Well, I still like Misha Jarvis. So Misha Jarvis Bad Badge is going to be the new intro. It's going to be hyphenated. Badge Jarvis sounds like Bad Jarvis, and we don't want that. Bad Jarvis. <laughs> bad Jarvis. <laughs> yes. Their name is BBAD. Oh my God, BBAD. Because BAD stands for they research bad boys and delinquents. Oh my <laughs> God, that's so good. Hello, my name is Bad Boys and Delinquents, just a rather very intelligent system, but you can call me Bad Jarvis. Misha will hate whoever it is Jarvis is. <laughs> Ness will idolize them. <laughs> Also, you know, sometimes a family is just uh, an old lady, her adopted android child, a ghost, a dog man, a small alien child that was conceived but she didn't know about, her adoptive daughter, her partner, and I, I think I've hit anything that like would fall under the Ellie Badge family. Uh, shock soon enough. Soon enough. Shock soon enough. Though, I mean... It would be, I know technically it wouldn't be like awkward because it wouldn't actually be weird. But if she adopts Shuck also as her son, would that make it a <laughs> oh, little no, he's, 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 he gets He gets the son-in-law role. That's why it's him soon enough. Well, uh, I mean, I was... Okay, he could be my son. We're just not going to address it. And then <laughs> it's not weird. Listen, we've already dealing with Hop and Sarah and Shuck and Misha. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Look, that's what happens when you adopt every child that you come across. That's true. We that's can't what forget happens. Cubo. Right. Everyone forgets sibling Cubo. Right. I love like that's like has been Ellie's secret plot to get everybody as her child. Either adopt them directly or adopt them as son-in-law. Yes. <laughs> Hi, I'm, I'm hanging out with my son and my son-in-law tonight. Oh, you're hanging out with two two sons? No, I'm just hanging out with Shock. <laughs> I'm going to have to look up and see if in-laws are even like a coherent thing in the ninth world. There's lore on marriage. Oh my god. What? On in-laws? I mean, the lore is mostly that marriage is not a super complicated thing unless you're a noble, in that people just live together for a certain amount of time and people start calling them married. Well, Shock, we've seen a lot in the data sphere. Uh, pretty much anything possible, but... It'd be a lie to say we're not surprised. Oh, what by? Fuck. I don't know. <laughs> what, what surprised them? I, I just thought this was your lead-in. This was your line. Sure. I have 
really great eyesight. <laughs> we cut that part. Don't put that That's in. That's what I offered to the team. Great eyesight. <laughs> I'm perceptive. It's on my character sheet. Did you know race car is a palindrome? <laughs> I didn't either. That's a nerd fact. <laughs> It's like the, that's a rock fact where he holds up a rock, but just that's a nerd <laughs> fact. And he just holds up Shuck or Hop. He just points to Hop. That's a nerd fact, points to Hop. Hop is just like, is this why you brought me along? Is this the sole reason? That's exactly why I brought you. Yeah, from the distance, a Kool-Aid man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot we had him here. He never came back. That's okay. <laughs> no, he did. I will let you know that final monologue, all is set up for that payoff because Hallie spent all of the last released episode getting this legally binding document that we had to use it for something. Well, he wanted it because Misha really didn't want a race. So he was going to use that to get Misha out of the race. But then the race was going to happen and it seemed okay. So he thought, why not profit? Why not profit? <laughs> Win-win scenario, except not for Jimmy, who is the actual win. <laughs> except not for Jimmy, who is the actual win. He's a mop. That's all right. And then, yeah, we're going to end with Up. It's so good. It's so good. I, I That's one of the things that I thought about. Since, well, since I, I knew about the first thing, it was like, oh, this would be a good comeback. It's very but, good. And it relates to Ellie also because Up. I was going to say, it's a comeback and it's just a summary of Ellie's arc. Do, do, do. Do, 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 do. 